Welcome to the Ask Brian Podcast Radio Show, where you'll hear from some of the most successful founders and CEOs of businesses and startups, sharing their best advice for success, and even some stories on how their mistakes actually make them even more successful. Now, here are your hosts, Brian and Tracy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Ask Brian Radio Show on KHS. 1220 and 98.1. Well, another week has gone by and it must be Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific time because each week for the last how many years? Woohoo! Over six and a half years. Wow. That's a long time. We've been doing the S. Brian radio show and each week we try to help people with a business issue and each week we either interview a co founder or a founder or a a VC or somebody that can teach something about business. And that's what the show is all about. And the show is called Ask Brian. But always we get questions from newbies. Those are people that have not listened to the show and they do not understand why the show is called Ask Brian. They do not understand why my name is Peter. There's no Brian in my name. Why are we calling it Brian? And also, why is Brian spelled with an E? They all tell me when they went to school, Brian. They had friends named Brian. It's B-R-I-A-N or B-R-Y-N, but very few had a friend named B-R-I-E-N, although there are plenty of O'Briens down the street, and they were all hanging out at the pub at the Irish pub. Oh, and by the way, tomorrow is St. Patty's Day. Woo! Finally, it makes sense for you to bring in the Irish pub. <laughs> <laughs> There's a method we to my We finally made it work. Six years, we made it work. <laughs> You then were not on the show last year for St. Patty's Day, but okay. Tracy, <laughs> my co-host, we have some questions. So give our listeners one reason. We have a few, but give us one reason why Brian is spelled with an E. Well, I think the most important reason, I don't know, they're all so important, but the most important one that comes to my mind first today is education, because we are educating entrepreneurs, future entrepreneurs, seasoned entrepreneurs, in ways that can shortcut their learning curve on getting to those successful levels of revenue and growth that everyone's striving for. Well, growth is a very important factor. Give us another reason why Brian spelled with me, because that was just one. I know there's like several. That was just one, and you can't educate people without having experts, and we interview some amazing experts on the Ask Brian Radio Show, and I think that we even have a formula down on how we can determine who is the actual experts in their field, right? Well, it's basically, it's an logarithm, and I know how Google loves a logarithm, so let's go through that analysis. <laughs> well, I will try to do this with my math-challenged brain, but... I was thinking more with your pinky and, and your thumb, but go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I do like to do math by counting on my fingers, I'm not going to lie, and it works. Until you get past 10, and then it's challenging. But anyway, we are going to get past 10 with, with expert hours because it takes approximately 10,000 hours in the subject matter expertise for you to become an expert. And we calculate that, well, I can tell you how we calculate it, but the standard calculation would be working roughly 40 hours a week for five years. But we know, because we are entrepreneurs and we've, created, launched, sold, run, continue to run multiple businesses, that no entrepreneur works 40 hours a week. So it doesn't necessarily take the full five years, but 
it does take at least 10,000 hours in your industry to be an expert. And that's uh, 50 weeks a year, 40 hours, that's 2,000 times five. That's how you get the 10,000 numbers, is that correct? And you see how I pivoted it to you <laughs> to do the actual math? Uh-uh. You needed a mathematician for Thank that. you. <laughs> and I do that with enthusiasm. Would you call that enthusiasm? I don't know. It doesn't sound very enthusiastic on your end over there. That's because I'm so excited! <laughs> okay, so we've got excitement. We've got enthusiasm. We've got expertise. We've got education. What are we missing? I know one that we're missing, but I like to say that one for a while. No, we're going to, because I have to, you know, serve you up with that softball. But, you know, one, you've mentioned a few, all right? But he's very, very upset and he's crying now. Our engineer. Oh, yeah, that is oh very important. I didn't do that on uh, purpose. I'm just a little out of practice because I was being an expert at a podcast conference last week. It couldn't be on the show. That's why I was not here. And then all of a sudden I'm out of practice. And look at that. I did not forget our amazing engineer. I just forgot to mention him. Well, and, if, and, if, and, and the other thing is, had you mentioned the engineer, okay, then maybe you could have empathized with why he feels this way. Another E. Or maybe empathy. you empathize with me for being out of practice. I do empathize. I do empathize. All right. Well, did you catch her? What about entrepreneurs? E is for entrepreneurs. Isn't that correct? Yes. All right. Well, we have definitely, we have entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial spirit. And we actually have a lot of entrepreneurial information. So, yes, that's the triple E. Well, let's not go into triple E. We have to get on the show, and I know the guest is anxiously waiting. So I will serve you up your softball. So this is the blank. Grease lightning is blank. Grease lightning is the best reason for me to be able to say my favorite E word, which is electrify, because, Peter, we... Or electrifying. Woo-hoo! Andrew, you have no sounds, huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I sounded like me. <laughs> Howard Stern of the West. Right. Now, our guest is going, I'm going to have to speak to my person because why did I end up on this show? But anyway, I think she's still around. Alana, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm enjoying yeah, amazing banter and conversation. <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening to all that. Now, so first of all, people don't know who you are. So um, you're Alana. Last name is Molstein. And what company do you have? What company do you represent currently? Own uh, Alana Molstein Inc. I'm Inc. And it's a lot less about me. It's really about the community that I serve because I personally have overcome a big weight loss journey. I've lost 100 pounds by creating a really unique approach to weight loss that no one else has ever come up with, but a lot of people resonate with. So even people who've tried and failed every diet and feel like they just want to give up because they can't possibly attempt another plan and program will be just blown away by my approach as someone who's lost 100 pounds and is a registered dietitian with a master's degree in nutrition who can relate and get the ongoing struggle so much because I've been counseling people now for over a decade in my private practice and at UCLA. So my whole company that I'm so proud to be a part of along with my amazing team is designed to just build out more and more solutions so people can live a healthy lifestyle in a way that feels fun and refreshing and simple and sensible and totally sustainable. 
So your background, you have quite a background with nutrition and master degrees, etc. When did you start 10 years ago? Is that when you started this company? What were you doing before that? Right. So I started my weight loss journey through high school with my own methods that I took from my years at weight loss camp and visits with the dietitian. And I was starting to put my own little spin and approach to it because I'm a volume eater. And back then, it was all about eating protein the size of a deck of cards. And it was just very unrelatable to me as someone who likes to eat and likes to be full and satisfied while living a healthy life. So I knew that I wanted the credibility in order to take this on as a career, which is why I got my registered dietitian license. And then once I graduated, I was around 75 pounds. And that's when... UCLA hired me exactly a decade ago. UCLA hired me to basically turn my practice and my schooling and my personal experience into a 12-week weight loss course designed for hundreds of UCLA employees who need to lose 40 pounds or more. So it was a grant-funded program that I started teaching and leading while building my private practice and seeing private clients on the side. And I knew that my program, semester after semester of success at UCLA, was becoming truly scalable and wonderful for everyone who tried it. And that's when I realized I needed to take it to the next level and make it more accessible as an online course and develop that with a company called Beachbody. And now my weight loss program is accessible to, you know, worldwide to hundreds of thousands of people, which is super exciting. And just recently I launched a meal delivery service because after so many years of publishing wonderful recipes and teaching people how to order better at, restaurants and things like that, I realized there was still such a blank spot in the marketplace. And I had so many clients over the years tell me they wanted to try a meal delivery service and I even had meal delivery services want to pay me to endorse them and counsel them. And yet nothing was acceptable in my eyes on the market. Nothing was designed for weight loss. It had big portions that was actually clean ingredients and not filled with a bunch of fillers and additives and junky quality ingredients. So I, you know, set out to design my own called Alana Meals that's out now. Wow, that's an amazing story. It really is. A couple of questions I have without giving us your secret sauce. What is the key that differentiates your understanding of nutrition versus, you know, the Weight Watchers and the totally. system and all that? Yeah, every program is a little bit different. The difference between Weight Watchers and calorie counting and any like points or, you know, category based things like Richard Simmons had a kind of like a color coded point system and all those things. First of all, they only hit on the nutritional side of weight loss. They don't touch on emotional eating. They don't touch on how to design your lifestyle, your kitchen, your office space, your environmental uh, tools to help you lose weight. So I'm definitely much more like full encompassing. I hit on emotional eating, environmental influences on weight loss sleep, stress, everything like that, every way to maximize every lifestyle factor to increase your results. But the thing with even their nutritional approach compared to mine is mine is very abundant focused. I teach people how to eat at each meal, how to use what I call a plated method, which is kind of like an eyeball method to find the right food groups at each meal to optimize your energy, your weight loss, and even your blood sugar control. Versus something like a Weight Watchers or a calorie counting app or something like that. They basically give you a big budget at the start of the day and all day you're in a deprivation mindset because you feel like, oh, if I'm going out for Italian for dinner, I should save up all my points. 
And then that way you like kind of starve yourself all day just so you can kind of wreck your whole eating plan at night. There's nothing intuitive about it. It's not teaching you nutritionally how to optimize your lifestyle so you feel empowered by the decisions you make. Everything is kind of still in a deprivation zone where you're so scared to go over in the calories or over in the points because then you're going to end up in the red and it just creates this whole fear-based relationship with food when really no person should be eating the same amount of calories every day. Life happens, hormones happen, different times of the month for a woman, different activity levels, how much a person slept. So I really like to educate people on what is going on in their bodies to help optimize their weight loss in a way that feels empowering and thrilling and exciting and joyful so that even later in the day, if you overeat in the morning, you're still going to eat dinner. You're just going to be thinking about water first. Like you're going to be drinking water first. You're going to be choosing veggies most, vegetables most, and you're going to be plating your meal so that you're still making sure you have protein at every meal to optimize your lean muscle mass. So everything is, you know, I'm a registered dietitian. I have, you know, like a background in nutrition education, but I don't just want people to follow what I say X, Y, and Z. I want to educate people because when people take on the why and they learn it from me in a way that is pretty easy to understand and grasp, they actually change their mindset. So they don't feel deprived when they're at an Italian restaurant later in the day and they're not eating the bread basket. They're more like, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to eat white bread at the beginning of the meal because Alana always shows me studies that show that if you start a meal with white bread, you're going to crave more carbs and have a bigger appetite the whole meal. So I'm going to order a vegetable soup instead. And really explaining that why and giving people that piece of education in a way that I have studied resonates with people most is the difference, is the difference in the mindset piece, which makes it click long-term and not just short-term. So one thing I, I did catch there is it's, I feel like that's more customized, right? Because some person might have that emotional, hormonal issue, right? Some person may have, they just eat too much, okay, or they don't exercise, right? I mean, right. There's, there's totally. lots of different things. And, of course, you're not counting calories as much in your system. You're determining what the plate looks like, which is similar to what the government does. My recollection, I don't have a big recollection. Yeah, exactly. Right? The government has the plate lunch, right? Like, they show you the half-plate vegetables. So that plate design is amazing. And thankfully, thankfully, thankfully for the United States, our government changed to that design and not that horrible two-side pyramid that we all might remember from our childhood. And that plate is much more practically thinking for just everyday consumption. Now, that is really wonderful for just the common person, but it doesn't really speak to breakfast when people aren't eating a big salad at breakfast in the United States, and it doesn't necessarily speak to dinner to optimize weight loss results. So I do like the FDA's plate, but my plate design is slightly different per meal to really think about energy levels, what you need at each time, and then for a classic American diet. Like, for instance, breakfast, I recommend 50-50. 50% fiber-filled carbohydrates, think oatmeal or berries, and 50% a protein. So think eggs or protein powder in a smoothie or something like that, or tofu scramble or whatever you want. So it's really 50-50, and I always say veggies are extra cut it. Like vegetables, if you want to throw that into your omelet or into your wrap or something, your breakfast burrito, then that's totally bonus points. But it's not necessarily required versus looking at the USDA plate, and that might not be as practical thinking for someone at 7 a.m., but it might work really well for someone 
at lunchtime who wants to have a turkey sandwich with a side of baby carrots instead of a side of french fries. So it's basically taking the USDA guidelines, but definitely working it up a notch. So there's slight variations for each. And then, of course, more education on top of it of them what to do for lunch and how much water to drink per day. So there's, you know, extra additional points throughout my program. And it's designed for customization because no two people on my program and plan are going to eat the same because I have women in menopause doing the program and then I have, you know, 18-year-old guys who just, you know, started college doing my program. So I have people write down their food every day, use the scale, and I find other measures of results so people can have all the tools to customize their plan the way I would do with a private client. For me, for breakfast, I'm either going to have oatmeal or eggs. I'm not going to have both. That sounds like a pretty big breakfast. I'd be concerned that I'd be eating too much. That's a great question. The problem with oatmeal on its own without a protein is people tend to get great energy and then they crash and they get hungry for a mid-morning snack. So if you have a smaller appetite than I do, I am definitely have a bigger appetite. Then you can split up breakfast to have maybe oatmeal first and then at your like next time you feel hungry, you would want to go for that protein. But I do like to recommend that people stir in egg whites or protein powder into their oatmeal because it will just keep you fuller longer. And that's my goal for the program is to teach you how to feel fuller longer so you don't feel hungry at all while you're losing weight. And it's a very fulfilling approach. Tracy has some questions and she's called the pivot woman. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was the pivot queen. I was pivot queen. That's more like ABBA. When I'm doing the album. Because I'm like the queen of pivoting. And, and actually, I'm really excited about this particular pivot because there's so, so much to, A, I just want to applaud you, Alana, for all of the amazing, successful aspects of your brand and your business that you have launched. I mean, you have multiple revenue streams, which is an entrepreneur's dream come true. You have recurring revenue. You have product services one-on-one services, and all of them um, are really have so much synergy for an ultimately successful business. Let's break them down. So let's talk first about the meal service that you mentioned. I love that you said that you built a meal service that worked for you because none of the other ones seemed to work. And so philosophically, great alignment. But tell us about, like, what goes into launching a meal delivery service. There's so many logistics. I can't even imagine the systems and processes you had to put into play. Yeah, exactly. So starting a few years ago when I started seeing my private clients in Beverly Hills, a lot of them would come in with, oh, is there just a meal delivery service? Like, can you just make the meals for me? So it really started like seven, eight years ago looking at the landscape of meal delivery services. And one of them is actually, they went under business already, because it is a hard business to run because these cost so much. And if you're serving fresh like we are, you know, and not frozen, then that also, you know, it's more temperamental and there's time is of the essence. And there was one company that was actually a vegan company that asked me to come on and consult for them. But the problem was, especially if you're going to be vegan, you're not necessarily going to help people lose weight because, you know, vegan diets tend to be very high calorie, very high carb. And it's hard to go high quality with protein because, you know, it costs more money and you don't want to do any like eaton or like filler fake meats and stuff like that, which just ends up being filled with sodium and junk. So I was working with that company, but again, like just really miserable with the results. And I was like, I can't be on board, even if it's not my face and reputation, I'm behind the scenes. I still don't want to endorse 
you know, quality food like to this end. And then I got sent all these offers as a social media influencer with almost 3 million followers across all social media platforms. I was asked and offered brand deals from companies like HelloFresh and all these companies where you basically have to cook the meal yourself. And even before saying yes to any of these, they would send me samples and I would get these like filled with plastic bags of like two strands of salt to add to the meal. And I'm like, this is a waste of packaging and plastic. And if you're ordering a meal delivery service, that's because you have no interest in cooking yourself. Like, why are you sending me all these ingredients to still get my pots and pans dirty and spend the time in the kitchen? So I was like, there has to be another system in plan, but there really is no good weight loss meal delivery service that's high quality and fresh ingredients. And I also wanted it to be dairy and gluten-free just because I'm personally not dairy and gluten-free, but so many people are now or are trying to be. So that was another added thing I wanted to put onto this. And I also wanted it accessible all over the world, all over the country, at least for now. So I didn't really know where to get started. And thankfully, through a friend of a friend of a friend, because I am also have been in this space for over a decade and I do like to invest in different companies and food companies, I was asked, I think initially, to be an investor in a food meal delivery service. So I said, okay, I'm... I have a big problem with most of these, but let me have a meeting with the CEO and see if potentially she can help me kind of fast track the logistical process so I can come out with my own meal delivery service. And thankfully, 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 you know, she's been an amazing mentor and partner for me and has helped me get access to these 100 plus regional chefs throughout the country who are making my fresh cooked recipes and delivering it to people fresh in their region. So if you live in Tennessee, you are supporting a local Tennessee chef, very likely, who is the one making the meals, making sure the quality is there, making sure that they're safe, everything is cooked to the right temperatures, everything is clean, everything is ready to go and delivered to your door so it's ready to eat. And it, it is a big, big operation. And again, I'm super thankful that I found the right partner to help me match my nutritional beliefs with the logistical piece to accelerate the launch. Yeah, so I think the biggest takeaway for our listeners in, in this particular area is that you brought the expertise and the passion and, and really could identify what needed to go right in the food delivery business versus all the things that weren't going quite right in your opinion. And instead of having to, you know, build something and scale it from the ground up, you found the right strategic partner who could fulfill on the logistics and the execution while you got to stay in your zone of genius, which is creating the meals and the recipes and really honing the product itself. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yes, that is amazing. And so how long have you been doing the meal delivery service part of the business? And you mentioned Tennessee. Is it statewide? Like, how has it grown? Where are the growth areas that you've seen in it? Oh, okay. Great question. So to start, it's especially funny for other entrepreneurs to hear this, I've been wanting to launch this for, again, like seven, eight years coming. So once we started figuring out the meals, the recipes, getting the chefs on board, realizing like how we're going to fulfill the orders, I didn't want to delay launching this company. But the truth is, is we were on track to launch at the lowest week of the year for meal delivery service nationwide. But the lowest lowest meal delivery service gate of the entire year is Thanksgiving weekend, and that, my friends, is the weekend we launched. 
because that oh, wow. when we, <laughs> yeah, that, that's when we were ready. So I was like, you know what? I am not like pushing this off any longer. I've been wanting to launch this company for seven, eight years now. It's ready Thanksgiving week. We're launching Thanksgiving week. And I also realized that, you know, there were going to be logistical challenges. We were going to hear feedback from people. We, you know, we needed to keep developing the frequently asked question page and so forth. So why not just launch it Thanksgiving week, give it to the people who are home for Thanksgiving or who want to eat well around, you know, that week and not just, you know, gain weight the whole week just because. And it really helped us have this, you know, kind of soft launch opportunity to hear from people and work out any kink from, you know, the early, early adopters before we started pushing it, you know, to a wider audience and promoting it more come after January 1st. So I think that's the other takeaway, I think, from a conversation is that, you know, you can plan and you want to plan and execute, and sometimes you don't have control over all the variables, but usually if you trust the process, then the variables take care of themselves. Totally, and I really am happy that we did that. You know, I what would have waiting, you know, we could have sat and just waited like eight, seven weeks to see, you know, after January 1st if people would like it, but it was so much better to launch earlier and have some early testimonials of, you know, people sharing them opening the boxes, enjoying the meals, and it just made it for a more substantial launch, you know, messaging after January 1st when more people were ready to jump on board. Yes. So let's shift to your weight loss accountability program. So tell us a little bit about what the program is all about. Is it based on recurring revenue? Is it a membership model? I noticed that you also have a program for mindset and for people that may be watching their weight as being pregnant. So talk to us a little bit about those yeah. programs and how they work into your business model. Yeah, sure. So I developed my weight loss program, again, based on years and years working at UCLA and having this weight loss course while working with private clients and figuring out, you know, what is the perfect order of explaining my weight loss principles that are most effective. You know, like, I started out thinking, oh, people really need to understand the connection between sweet appetite. But then I realized, you know what, that's important maybe at the end, but that's not the reason why people are losing the first 20 pounds in the beginning. So I had to reorder my program multiple times in order to test and see what would be the most impactful over years and years and years until I launched this digital-based program called the 2B Mindset. The 2B Mindset is the video-based weight loss course that really makes you feel like you are a private client because, you know, to see me as a private client costs hundreds and hundreds of dollars per session. So I put it all the easiest to digest and, you know, also most affordable and easy to, you know, access. So that is definitely a reoccurring revenue stream. But, you know, it's really not one thing that, like you said, there's multiple things for different people. I'm really obsessed with helping people at the end of the day. And so I need to make sure that there's something at every price point. So my weight loss book is filled with 40 plus recipes and that, you know, typically goes on sale on Amazon for around 18 to $20. It's a very interesting thing. I mean, you're talking about somebody that just started a few years ago and she's taking on Weight Watchers and Nutrisystem. These are huge, huge companies. These are not, you know, for somebody to start out a few years ago and build something quickly, you know, that's that's a pretty amazing accomplishment. And I think one thing that's really 
powerful about her story is that she lived it herself. And so if there's something to be said for somebody who walks the journey of weight loss and loses that magnitude of 100 pounds and then is able to help others because if people want to feel connected to somebody who's walked the path before them. Right. Yes, exactly. So it was basically over my pregnancy that also realized how to manage weight and eat better during pregnancy. Because, you know, at first, once I've lost 75 pounds, I was actually really scared to get pregnant and see the scale go up again. And it's really a conversation that women are thinking about constantly, but not saying out loud because they're scared that it might come across as selfish or people might judge them for it. But really behind closed doors in my private practice, I mean, literally be concerned for a lot of women. What's going to happen to me? How am I going to manage my appetite? Will I gain so much weight? Will I have stretch marks? Will my body ever go back again? You know, it seems like a, a selfish thing, but at the end of the day, this is your body and how you feel and how your energy is and how you perceive yourself and your physical capabilities makes a big impact on your quality of life. And I'm really thankful that over that first pregnancy, I really learned how to eat better and then seeing my private clients and then my second pregnancy and losing the weight back after my second pregnancy, that my third pregnancy, I was like, you know what? I really need to be able, just like I did my weight loss program, I need to help the women out there who have these concerns or want to eat to optimize their health for their pregnancy in a way that is, again, simple, sensible, sustainable, and makes you feel good and is healthful at the same time. And so I also launched To Be Pregnant program, and now it's really quite amazing how many women have done that as a means of having a healthier pregnancy so they don't have to deliver their baby and feel like they're starting over or that they gained 80 pounds or that, you know, they completely lost themselves in the process. And it really is a wonderful program as well. So I'm really just always, always listening to my audience. I'm always listening to my clients. I'm always looking for what they need from me and how I could be more useful. And that really is how I've expanded my company is by listening to my audience every step of the way. So I knew they needed a meal delivery service. I went out to create the best meal delivery service. I also know that now they have a really hard time with portion control and things like that, which is why I'm very excited about launching my houseware line throughout this year. Our first launch is going to happen next month. I'm very excited. And it's basically I designed a whole line of kitchenware and houseware that's intentionally designed for more mindful consumption. So you could just be eating better while still eating off of, you know, beautiful looking plates, bowls, and cups that if a guest over, they wouldn't see the difference. But if you know, you'll know the intricate design hints throughout it so that you're eating off the plates that are actually helping you. Yes, Peter was saying earlier, we could talk with you all afternoon long if we had the time to do that. You're such a wealth of information, not only just about growing your business, but also about fitness and nutrition. So what is the best way for our listeners to learn more about your services, get in touch with you, and get introduced to that new product line when it launches. Yeah, of course. So on Instagram, I'm my name, R.D., Ilana Molstein, R-D-I-L-A-N-A-M-U-H-L-S-T-E-I-N-R-D. And that's on Instagram. In the link in my bio, I really have it laid out of how to join my weight loss program. You can try it for two weeks free and all the other information, like how to shop the menu on my meal delivery service and so much more. And on TikTok, I'm nutrition YouTube, I'm also Alana Molstein RD. Facebook, also Alana Molstein Nutrition. Aside from TikTok, it's pretty much Alana Molstein on TikTok. It's a nutrition babe. Okay, great. 
And for those of you guys who are listening and maybe multitasking or wanting to be complimenting your nutrition routine, we encourage you to go to the podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You'll find the Ask Brian podcast, and of course, that's spelled A-S-K-B-R-I-E-N, and we will have all of the links that Alana mentioned to her social as well as to her website in the show notes for the podcast. So again, be sure to go and like and download and follow the Ask Brian podcast, and you can find all the information and contact information for Alana in the show notes. So I know Peter has some questions that he wants to ask you, but I'm dying to ask you this question first, so I'm going to ask it. And that is, you mentioned in terms of your audience, you mentioned that you, over all the platforms, have 3 million followers. I think there isn't an entrepreneur out there that wouldn't kill with 3 million followers in their social media. What is the one tip that you could give people to scale to that level of following? Definitely focus on making supremely quality content and studying analytics and just practice and posting things and seeing how they land over, you know, a long period of time. So once you make amazing content, we live in a society today where it's almost too easy because between Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, you can, and even Snapchat, you can pretty much repost the same video. It will do different on every platform. Something way better on some platforms than others. Something will go super viral and not even be looked at on another platform but it is still worth reposting everywhere because there are different audiences and different kinds of people in all places. So as long as the content is good, it will probably still do well on all platforms. And it's just, again, it's like easier than ever. Everything is now vertical video. Everything is now, you know, favoring under a minute. So if you get good quality, then it will pop off everywhere. That was great information. So let's go back to the nutrition side. So are you... Do you actually have custom plans for every person or do you have like a, a specialized program and people, based on the answers to questions, you then send them a plan? It's actually designed for self-led self-empowerment. So the same way a registered dietitian would have people use a food journal, I basically created the most intuitive food journal imaginable. So if you bite it, you're going to write it. If you drink it, you're going to ink it. If you nibble it, you're going to scribble it. And I walk you through step-by-step of the program how you're going to be able to analyze exactly what you write to help you optimize your weight loss results. So at the end of the three-month tracker or the end of a three-month period, you're not only going to have lost 15 to 45 pounds, you're going to have a whole three-month tracker uh, written and how you like to eat best. Because I can't tell you to, you know, have grilled chicken and broccoli when your spouse says, hey, let's go on a date and get sushi. I teach you how to eat in every food situation and scenario, and from day one, you're going to be customizing the plan. So I show you what to eat, how to eat, a lot of recipe ideas, but ultimately, you are going to be in the driver's seat and steering the wheel to decide if you need that extra snack, if you're going to work out more, if you're going to eat later at night, if you're going to have an earlier dinner, if you're a night shift worker, no matter what, you can customize my program. Thank you very much. Great to have you. We'll have you back on because there's a lot more questions and people want to have for you. Thanks again. You're listening to KHTS 1220 and 98.1 FM, the Ask Brian Radio Show. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Ask Brian radio show. You can listen to us every Thursday on KTHS AM 1220 and FM 98.1 or via Facebook Live or anytime wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit askbrian.com to join the conversation and ask us your business questions and we'll answer them on our next episode. That's askbrien.com.